Hi, friends. Welcome to the creative stream of the Pondo podcast. My name is Michaela, and I'll be one of your hosts today as we dive into the topic of how can we use our creativity to connect deeper with God. Well, hey, welcome to the Pondo podcast. Uh, So stoked to be back with the Creative Rhythms team. Got Michaela, Kimberly, and Alicia here. It's been a little while since yeah. we've been able to do this, right? Hot minute. Yeah. What have What have y'all been up to? Shoveling. Yes. yes. <laughs> Lot of snow. Three shoveling. feet of snow. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Camp I, the holidays. Mm-hmm. Since then. Yeah, uh-huh. we've had holidays. We've had a lot, a lot, a lot of snow. Um, yeah. I have actually had our first winter one day at yes. Pondo, yeah. um, which was super cool. And uh, yeah, just so awesome to see uh, what God is up to in 2021 at Camp Pondo and our in our individual lives. Um, yeah, so cool. So last time on the Creative Rhythms podcast, we talked about uh, what it's like to be a creative, but not necessarily be an artist. So really quickly, what what was what is something about that that maybe in the last few weeks, as you think about maybe getting back to some form of let's say normalcy, mm-hmm. um, that uh, something you want to learn in 2021, like in your creative or artistic side, what is something that you're trying to grow in or learn? Um, I think just learning how to say things with confidence and <laughs> like be in an, unapo- an unapologetic way um, I'm always processing and over-processing and mulling things over, um, and there and there's a time and place for that. But I think in my own creative life, um, you know, just kind of getting rid of that fear of man and being able to boldly say, "I've thought this through, and this is what I think." Mm-hmm. Love it, love it. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people say lately uh, that they have like kind of found their voice. Like mm-hmm. that's the way that they say that. Yeah. And not necessarily that they're singers. It could be their writers or mm-hmm. painters or drummers or whatever. Yeah. But they've learned that they have an individual voice. And they're mostly people that are kind of my age, like say early 30s. And it's somebody doing like an Instagram question thing. And they're like, hey, what's something that you've learned that sets you apart? And I think they always come back around to this idea that I have found my voice. Mm-hmm. And I am proud of it. I'm confident in it. And uh, yeah, so that's cool. What about what about you two? Something that you're looking forward to learning or maybe stepping into this year? I definitely think for me, it's I'm very very similarly along the same lines of knowing, yeah, fi- finding <laughs> finding my creative voice and what that may look like, and challenging myself more in combining creative writing along with illustration too. And often I like doing illustrative type work but doing it with the combo of right creating it with a purpose or even writing something initially and then creating an illustration in combo with that piece of writing there is um, a couple people on instagram that are that do very similar things that i really admire and enjoy the stories that they're telling Mm -hmm. through their writing and combined with their art so i think that's something that i'm wanting to challenge myself more with personally this year in terms of expanding my uh, creativity love it Mm -hmm. for me i've just been practicing more wood burning skills honestly 
um, and developing more of a, I don't want to keep just tracing things, but like learning how to do all the shading and all that stuff. So I've been putting that into practice. Yeah. So cool. Past a month or so. Have you started your uh, board game company yet? No, but I can say that now. That's what I was working on. I made three Catan boards, complete Catan boards for my siblings for Christmas. That's what I was working on. They're so cool. Like seriously, (laughs) the coolest. So now we can expand our kind of our (laughs) toolbox here when we talk about creative stuff, everything from writing to design and photography and videography to uh, board game building. Yes. So my yeah. next one is Clue. A Clue for me. I want to make so cool. a Clue board for myself. Is it Office Clue? I haven't decided. Oh <laughs> man, that would be kind of cool. <laughs> I know. I yeah. have the Office Clue. Okay. But I maybe you should make a uh, Vampire Diaries. Or clue. what if I made a Pondo Clue? Hey. Yes, we gotta make our own game. We'll make it. We'll make it our <sighs> yeah. creativity. Yeah. <laughs> Dan All the different in the rooms. It's a map of camp. <laughs> With <I> do what? <laughs> we totally do Literally, that. it's a map of camp and. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. Shovels would be a weapon. <laughs> like snow shovels. I think bear. <laughs> bear is the a skipper's weapon. dog has to be <laughs> so awesome. Well, cool. Yes. Well, hey, let's dive in. So, so today I'm excited about this conversation because we're going to talk about how to connect with God or how we connect with God through our creativity. So, another way of saying it is, as we are being creative, or um, maybe trying to grow in things that um, we feel like we have a, a creative or artistic ability in ways that we have found that like we're, we're able to connect with God or grow in our um, time and, and awareness of his, his presence through that creativity. So uh, we, we've got some thoughts. I know y'all have some thoughts. So let, let's just dive in like open-ended. What, what do you got for them? Well, as as, uh, we connect our creativity to our spirituality and our walk with God, I think one important thing to keep in mind is don't compartmentalize Mm -hmm. or put up a filter of like, you know, when you're used to things that are, you know, a little bit more spiritual or churchy, resist that temptation to put up that filter and just bring all of you before Mm -hmm. God. So whether that's through writing or you are drawing, taking pictures, coloring, whatever, um, it can be as, you know, just a a simple, I'm just doodling as I'm praying, um, but connecting that, that creative side as as you're connecting with God, it's important to give God access to all of the places of you and all the mm-hmm. things you're you're struggling with and um to, you know, you can even move through different phases of there can be a time of of worship and praise and thanking God for what he's done. But then maybe you also have some questions about like prayers that haven't been answered or things that you're wrestling through um and bring all of that into the picture as well Mm. Mm. yeah it's good we were having a conversation about this a while back and Michaela you mentioned this idea of connecting your 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 body with Mm -hmm. your mind with your heart with your you know that spirituality yeah and so doodling or you know writing something out it does it puts you in a physical place of you know thinking and doing something physical and uh and you were talking about it and it made me think about this I mean it was kind of silly but I was like how can I abbreviate this how can I whatever. And I just Mm -hmm. wrote down creatively activating prayer. Mm -hmm. Um, this idea that like, you know, not, I would, I would just, I think I know you guys enough to know that 
your prayer life isn't just you probably sitting at the edge of your bed, you know, like, you know, eyes closed, hands together praying. Um, I know some of us walk. Mm-hmm. Um, I pace. I ride my bike sometimes and I pray. Yeah. Um, and there are these different things that we do that open our mind up, open our, our even our posture up um, to be able to connect with God. And so I love that. I love what you're saying there. So what about you guys? I think first... When I think of connecting with God through creativity, understanding what we have to be to create, and we've kind of started, we've started this conversation already in the last two episodes, just talking about obviously the difference between an artist and a creative and how we were made in the image of a creative God, all of these things that we're reinforcing that it's creativity is instilled within us. And actually not to start out with a quote, but with a quote (laughs) (laughs) that from Jonathan David Hessler, it's just really, really cool. And he says, I believe that anytime we engage creativity, we can create something eternal like God did. We don't have to be Rembrandts or Box to create. We all have eternity in our hearts. Creativity is simply giving permission for the inter- the eternity on the inside to flow out through color, sound, lyric, ink, and in all the endless ways beauty can manifest. Whether we are writing in a journal only for a few eyes to see or recording music that thousands of ears will hear, we can't underestimate the power of our creativity. And so just love that image of that idea of creativity being this eternal thing. It's we're made in the image of an eternal God. And though we in this present form here on earth are not eternal, we have the opportunity to engage in that which is eternal. And I think that's why creativity is so powerful. And I think that's why it can be almost transcendent like, Mm -hmm. because it is something that is so outside of just the human nature of what we typically see or the eight to five or, you know, whatever it may be. It's like we start to participate in something that's like, whoa, this feels so much bigger than me. And it's because it's because it is, Mm. it is everlasting. And it is, I mean, there are, you know, he mentions Bach, like there are songs that Bach wrote that, you know, actually basically all of his songs that Bach wrote, they're still being played to this day on the piano, you know, or whatever. Like, um, it's just a cool opportunity to engage with our with our eternal with our eternal God and so about that perspective and that posture of our hearts as we enter into that time I love what Michaela said like yes bringing all of ourselves like being open but then also understanding that oh this isn't I'm I'm engaging in more than just doodling on paper I'm engaging yeah. in more than just this it's it's wow, God, like I'm getting to participate in something that you do all the time. Like, mm-hmm. and it's, it should be something that sparks imagination and ideas. And it, it feels like you're a part of something exciting and life-giving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And if I can riff off that for just a second, um, as you were saying that, it made me think maybe that's why a lot of great art is born out of pain or difficult mm. things is because we have eternity in our hearts and there are a lot of things that happen in this life that just feel unacceptable because mm. we were made for a different reality. We were made for a place where death doesn't exist. And so our mm. hearts are like crying out to hold on to that hope of more of eternity and when we create in the midst of those times um or in the in any time it's that holding on to that 
like that con- our, that connection that we have with the fact that we are are eternal. Um, we're connected to a God that's eternal. Um, Alicia and I were talking the other day about a verse in Second Corinthians where it says, "May all that is mortal be swallowed up with life," mm-hmm. and that yeah. that process mm-hmm. is like beginning now as believers with the Holy Spirit in us. We have like that seed of life, and as we like feed into that and it continues to grow, mm-hmm. we like then in eternity, it's like everything that's mortal and broken get swallowed up with life. Mm. And I just love that picture. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I love it. It's, it's so cool to think about creativity as a, as a language, you know, like I've experienced something, whether it be painful or um, hopeful mm-hmm. or life giving or destructive or whatever. And I'm, and I'm translating that experience to the world through that creativity. And so specifically for people who have, who do experience and know the hope and love of God to, to be able to communicate that and, and translate that to the world through that creativity is that, um, yeah, it's kind of hard for any of that not to, like you said, like communicate that hope to people. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for me, like I, I've recently learned in the last year that I'm not a very good like individual creator. I think I am wired to be a collaborator mm. and, um, and so what I've learned in that is that in those moments where, you know, people come together and they've, you know, committed this time and this energy to um, putting something together that not one of them can take credit for, like you're, you're bringing a piece, it, it reminds me of like the kingdom. It reminds mm-hmm. me of, of who God is and what he's called us to be. And so in my own creativity, I've, I've learned to connect with God in how like the, and thinking about the church. And, and so when I show up and get to be a part of anything, um, like that, that being creative in that way helps me kind of find my place in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also like show up with the gratitude and hopefully, uh, this, this heart of, of stewardship, mm. um, that will help me bring, uh, every, you know, all I've got, all I've got to it. So, yeah. um, yeah. Yeah. Kimberly, you got any thoughts? No. Yeah. I no. don't. They said yeah. it all. I love it. Beautifully. Like- yeah. It's so good. It's so good. Well, I even think about, you know, like Kimberly, I, I'm not going to throw you on the spot here, but something I do think about you is that you have such this, you have a very clear gift with like singing. Mm-hmm. And I, and I think when a lot of people think about you and your, in your creative yeah. ability, they think about you as the singer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you're hard enough to know that your your pride and your identity is not wrapped up in that mm-hmm. um, or anything else. But what's so cool about the, the creativity I feel like God has given you is that mm-hmm. you are a very individual creator in a way, <laughs> yeah. which which is really inspiring for someone like me because I'm like, man, I wish I could go, you know, and like, you know, I mean, good gosh, it was like months of you working on those Catan boards and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you mentioned this in a past conversation is that that was a gift for someone. Mm-hmm. So yeah. in that creativity, like every time you showed up to it, mm-hmm. you think you mentioned there was this excitement, there was this joy that came through it because of what mm-hmm. it was going to get to be mm-hmm. for this other person. Yeah. And that's another thing is like, you know, we're working on music right now, like the Pondo Worship Movement team. And there's those moments where it's frustrating and it's like, <laughs> man, I did not get done what I thought I would get done today. But at the end of it, it's like thinking about some of these kids and how hyped they're going to be to get to just like, you know, share this music. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, it's, yeah. So kind of that, even with that end goal is in the creativity, knowing the end goal, 
um, that connects us to God and what he's allowed us to be a part of. And, and that's exciting. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so in, in a past conversation, we talked about maybe some like practical ways that we can show up to our creativity or even bringing creativity into maybe some kind of normal routines that we have mm-hmm. um, that would maybe, yeah, breathe just fresh life into those things. And so, um, yeah, any, any thoughts there? Michaela, I know you had mentioned a couple in a, in a previous conversation, even things that you do um, in, in your own personal walk with the Lord. Yeah, so you mind sharing maybe one or two of those? Um, yes, let me think of the one or two best ones to choose from. <laughs> um, I've collected different things over the years. I love uh, visual journaling as a practice, and there's like a few different prompts that I like to come back to. Um, Let's see. There's one that I got from a college creative writing class, and the teacher had asked us to go out and find an object, um, something of value to us or just something that spoke to us, and just write on it. And um, I chose a, a African beaded necklace, and it was extremely insightful what what followed. Um, I kind of wrote a narrative like it was in story form, but just it, it gave me the space to process with God like what was connected for me in the hope of working and serving in Africa where um, where even some of my pride issues got caught up with like presenting this picture of myself to the world of like, I'm interested in something important. And like, there was a bit of tearing that down and being like, okay, let's remove that from the equation. Um, And it was just like this refining process, but it helped to give me something tangible to connect it to. And it was like inviting me into this space to process that um, I probably would have never even thought of some of those things Mm -hmm. without having taken the time to um, write that stuff down. And what's interesting in prompts like that is that like, you know, I, I had no idea where it was going when I started. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. picked something because I was like, I like this object. Mm-hmm. Let's let's just see where it goes. And so you don't have to know what you're going to write or, or what you're going to draw on or whatever your form is before you start. And I think that sometimes that is really helpful to keep in mind that, you know, and if, if you sense that invitation from the Holy Spirit, like... You pick up your guitar and you play and you're like, oh, I, I don't, I don't have, you know, maybe you're in a season where you're like really numb in life and you're mm-hmm. like, I don't, I don't have anything to say. I don't have a song to sing. Like just follow that little bit of prompting mm-hmm. and see what'll come because mm-hmm. oftentimes that opens the door for us to connect with God in a way that we didn't even know we needed mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes me think of every few years I don't know, five to 10 years. I try to, (laughs) I try to sit and basically have a day where I write out my story since the last time I had done it or whatever. Mm -hmm. And what's been cool about that, it's kind of like what Michaela was saying, like just showing up to the beads (laughs) and being like, well, I don't know where this is going, but I guess I'm going to start writing about these beads. Mm -hmm. Even that, like when I feel that prompting of, hey, you know what? It's been a few years since I've sat and just cataloged, just from the start of whatever that time period is and just writing down everything, everything I can remember that happened, every experience, just whatever comes to mind and start writing it as if I was just, you know, cataloging it. 
and how many times God has used those times to where I'm like reflecting on a past trip or an experience. And I'm writing down the things that I, you know, remember God telling me and speaking to me during that time. But then how often there are new things revealed as I'm looking back and processing those from a different perspective because maybe I'm, you know, removed from it from a couple couple years Mm -hmm. or whatever it may be. And how often I can have such just amazing moments of communion with God over an experience that already happened and I thought I had gotten everything out of it, but then God's like, hey, there's still more I want you to learn from this experience. There's still more I want you to see. Mm -hmm. Like you Mm -hmm. thought that was it, but actually there's more. Mm -hmm. And even something as simple as that as just, hey, have I ever sat down and, you know, written about my life or whatever it may be and not everyone's a writer so I totally get that that could sound really daunting and long but those days that I feel that pressing of like oh okay yeah I need to do this then it's mm-hmm. it's always totally worth it and mm-hmm. incredible to process in that way mm-hmm. yeah it's so good that just makes me think about how many times I've sat down to create something for mm-hmm. the world you know I say that with yeah. like little air quotes mm-hmm. you know and then it turns out to be something that was so like personal and mm-hmm. you know that God was like using to to teach me and, and to speak into my life mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah so that's that's a really really special thought I love that mm-hmm. anything else on like those practical things that maybe you've brought into your own life or your, your own walk another thing I I naturally enjoy problem solving. So one of the main reasons that I went into graphic design versus something like studio art is I loved the the problem of, oh, there's this client and they need this this message communicated. And so me getting to figure out, oh, how can I creatively communicate this message via visual, you know, their logo or whatever it may be. So I still got to, you know, scratch that creative itch, but I was also problem solving and analyzing it. And... I now I'm sorry. I just had a moment where I was like, "Where was I going with that?" <laughs> it's really cool um, though. I yeah, like yeah, that yeah. thought. Yeah. Um, and so, but with <clears throat> the problem solving of how you can tell a story, mm. I guess. So yeah. sometimes, mm. ha- like one of my favorite aspects of college, even some of my sculpture projects and different things, was we were given this problem or this thing that we needed to communicate, and then we were tasked with, "What are you going to build or what are you mm. going to make mm-hmm. to communicate that message?" And so practically speaking for me even of if there's something that I'm analyzing like your life of what's something you're currently walking through or what's something that God's teaching you and then asking yourself the question of okay what how could I creatively portray this or maybe it's maybe it's making something with my hands maybe it's painting something maybe it's writing something Mm -hmm. I think that's just a practical way of or even people who like go find a really cool walk rock while they're like walking and they paint it or they write mm-hmm. the words on it of that season just those those type of like tangible reminders of how can i find something physical in this moment to help me remember what's happening mm-hmm. spiritually what's happening mm-hmm. mentally physically all of these different things so i reminders that i can look back on because mm-hmm. I, I think we've talked about reminders before but mm-hmm. just how important they are in our life and how much of a theme that is in the Bible of just remember, remember, remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that is we constantly need to be working on creating re- reminders for ourselves. So even if that's looking at your life and asking, what's a way I could create a reminder for myself of mm-hmm. what God's teaching me right now? And yeah. then creatively think of what that is and do it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. 
Hmm. Yeah. And that's so, cause like we're in the middle of the, like our own life stories. Let's unfolding as Mm -hmm. we're walking through it and so like putting together all the things that you're saying to to actively make a practice of paying attention to our story up to this point in time Mm -hmm. like marking those milestones that have happened with God all the Mm -hmm. times where he's like broken through the ordinary every day to communicate something to our heart and holding on to it and remembering it as we go through life we start to like connect the dots and see like he's writing a story here with our lives there's a theme to there and that we're like you know, there's something to steward here. Like there's a specific message or like a, you know, an aspect of God's heart that we mm-hmm. get to uniquely communicate as God is like weaving his story through our lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That makes me even think of like what, so Kimberly in the past has done this, like, what is it? One second a day? Oh yeah. One second yeah, every day. Cool. Yeah. And it's cool because what that made me think of when we were talking about remembering, I have a horrible memory. Yeah. And I could not, you could be like, what'd you do four days ago? I'm like, I don't know. Same. <laughs> but like watching those videos that she's made, I'm like, I, re- I like even just watching her videos, that wasn't even my life. That was like but your life. part of my life. Too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but still I'm like, I can remember, like I can remember. Yeah. Like, cause yeah. you're, you have all those little reminders. Mm-hmm. It's literally one second, but it's mm-hmm. enough to trigger your mind to be like, I can remember that whole day. Mm-hmm. And so creating maybe, and literally, because that's, you use an app for that. What do you do? It's an mm-hmm. app called One Second Every Day. Love that. And you just you take a little video. Yeah. <laughs> or you can take a picture that's a live picture and that's a second. And then it'll just compile it and do the work for you. That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So cool. That's cool. Uh, yeah. So like there was a, there was an image, Mikhail, the whole time we were talking in my head, I was thinking about uh, Moses. And as they were coming out of, um, you know, the, the parted sea and, you know, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but when they got on the other side, like they immediately set up this altar mm-hmm. and I mean, what was it like? It's like millions and millions of people. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like they were like all crowded around this all, I mean, it had been like, you know, this insane long line or this gargantuan circle. Mm-hmm. And you think about that, you know, after, let's say they started walking, I mean, you're talking hours of people walking by this altar that hadn't seen it you know, when they were setting it up Mm -hmm. and just for them to be able to like see that and immediately think about like what they had just gone through. And I, yeah, it would have to bring about this like, yeah, posture of worship. Mm -hmm. And I think about for us, like when I, we can't go through a podcast episode without mentioning this, but I I truly believe, we truly believe that we have been called to be worship leaders, Mm -hmm. everyone. And it feeds off of our last episode of the fact that, you know, everyone has this creative creative gifting. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I truly believe that. Um, not everybody is necessarily an artist, um, mm-hmm. you know, as you think mm-hmm. about the arts, but, but we all have this creative kind of inkling to us. And we have been called to mm-hmm. tell this story of of God's hope and redemption in our lives once we've, once we've experienced that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I, yeah, I think if anything, if I've just got like an encouragement for if you're listening to this, whatever, it's like what, whatever that is, whatever that creative thing that you have or whatever it is that you're entering or you're trying to inv- kind of invite into that that space or time that you have with the Lord, um, I do. I, I think as to what the, the ladies are saying, that you're putting these kind of landmarks down that are not only a reminder to you, but I think they're a reminder to the people around you mm-hmm. um, that may not be experiencing that in real time. But that landmark in your life serves as a, yeah, as like a kind of a light of hope mm-hmm. or a light of like, um, 
possible healing or redemption in their life with something that they're going mm-hmm. through. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, and I think about even for like, you know, the Summer Hill crew, I mean, songs that we wrote and recorded years and years ago, um, this isn't like an applaud to us. This is just kind of like the wow of, of how God uses these things. But I remember um, uh, at the end of 2020, we got our little like Spotify uh, artists thing. Mm-hmm. And there were people listening to Breathe in like, <laughs> I don't know, like Australia in oh, random wow. countries. And I mean, you, they may have had like four plays, you know, it was nothing like that. But mm-hmm. I mean, I just, I kind of looked at that map and I'm thinking like, that was a song that we wrote in Lonsdale, Arkansas, <laughs> you know, for in 2012. Yeah. in like 2012, um, we were like such a young band, barely knew each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, all these crazy things. And now here we are in Southern California talking about this on a podcast mm-hmm. and we can't take any credit for that at all. Um, and it just mm-hmm. goes to show that like, those little moments of creativity mm-hmm. potentially have this much larger like wave of um mm-hmm. of uh of fruit you know yeah. that, that god yeah. is using and so um that's well, that's how most i think often we set out to create and it's a it's a very it's a deeply personal experience it's a deeply personal thing where we're processing whatever it is that we're walking through like um michaela or kimberly one of them said earlier it's often can be painful seasons or hard seasons even that we're processing and God always has this way of reminding us that, hey, it's not about ourselves mm-hmm. ultimately. And that that's the whole, because it always starts out just internally often of I'm processing this and mm-hmm. writing this and this is about my story and maybe you don't expect anyone to ever see that piece of writing or maybe you write a song out of a season, but then God's like, hey, actually... It's meant for so much more. Hmm. And and maybe it does become something that is shared with the world and it touches lives and it touches hearts. Or maybe it's something that it becomes a truth that's instilled in your heart that then you go and you have the opportunity to pour into and disciple someone and you're telling them what you learned through this experience and sharing it with them. Mm-hmm. And it starts to broaden the scope of the horizon of realizing, oh, the gospel isn't just about me. My pain and suffering isn't just about me coming closer to God and understanding him further, which is a huge, huge part of it. But then it's Mm -hmm. about bringing glory to God. And it's Mm -hmm. about the fact that everything that I've walked through and I've experienced points to the fact that I need a savior and that Mm -hmm. um, he came and he rescued me and he saved me. And now I get to tell the world about it through these various outlets Mm -hmm. or ways. And so everything, everything is, so much bigger than just ourselves yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and i i heard somebody say once like you worry about your depth with god let him worry about the breadth of Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. and that really helped focus me because i felt this pressure to like you know build your platform because you gotta have a voice (laughs) out in the world and um and it's that's a slippery slope and but going but how do i balance that with i want to have a big impact in the kingdom i want to steward the things given to me well and but um to think okay my job is to just go as deep as i can with god Mm -hmm. and then be ready to respond to any invitation to to share to step out but not make that my focus Mm -hmm. and that like that helped me settle in to like, okay, this like yeah. this is just about, um, you know, because and to something I was thinking earlier is that 
that like the gospel is the gospel and it, that's not going to change. And mm-hmm. so there's that sense of like, well, it's already been said. How many ways can I say it? Um, but something that keeps going through my mind is this quote from the book. It's a novel called The Book Thief. There was a movie made of it a few years back. And um, in that story, there's uh, they're hiding a, a Jewish young man down in the basement during World War II. And there's a little girl who lives in the home, and she doesn't know how to read and write, and he teaches her mm-hmm. how to read and write. And so when she becomes fluent in the language, then um, you know he doesn't have any windows to see the outside world. And so he asks her every day, like, tell me, what does the sky look like today? And at first, she's just like, well, the sun is out, and there's a few clouds, like super basic. And then he's like, no, make the words your own. And so she goes back out and, like, you know, says it in her unique voice, the way she mm-hmm. sees the world, paints this picture that comes alive. You know, she's saying the same thing as like, the sun is out, but she's saying it, and I wish I had the quote, but she's saying mm-hmm. it in a way that you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I can see it. Um, and I think that that's what we get to do as creatives, communicating the gospel. Like the story's mm-hmm. not going to change, but it's like, how how can we say it in our unique voice? Like make the words your own, go to that deep level with God. Don't just repeat the things you've always heard. What does it feel like from your point of view? What does mm-hmm. it look like from where you're standing in the world? Mm-hmm. And then share that. Yeah. 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 Boom. And that, cause that's going to be way more impactful than anything that you can, I was going to say regurgitate. That's kind of a gross <laughs> word, I guess. <laughs> but you know, like, yes. yeah, well, it's there. Yeah. <laughs> you, you get the idea. But that's true. It, your own words, what uh-huh. you can create, mm-hmm. ultimately is going to be way more impactful than some professor that you can still quote. Or, you know, like mm-hmm. that's going to be what changes hearts and mm-hmm. impacts lives. Yeah. Um, yeah. That. Oh, my gosh. So good. Uh, yeah. Let's wrap up with this. I've. I, there's just this thought swirling in my mind right now. And I was trying to think of a way to like make sense of it. And, um, I think it was Alicia. One of the first times I ever went to an art museum was with you. And we went to, uh, um, crystal bridges in Bentonville. And I remember walking in and I remember being like, I don't know anything about these paintings. I'm not really into like art galleries, Mm -hmm. but one of the things that was so cool is you recognizing these different works of art. And, and like without even having to read the stupid small little <laughs> labels next to the paintings, uh, you knew like who painted what. Mm-hmm. And, and your time in school, like studying art history and things like that, gave you these little like almost like hints that way you could recognize these works of art. You could recognize like who painted what and who did what or different things like that. And so, Michael, as you were talking, I was thinking that it's one thing to keep showing up to like a creative rhythm mm-hmm. and continue to create. But as a believer, it's another to just to continue to show up to your time with the Lord, getting to know him, growing in your, as Paul says, wisdom and, and understanding of who God is. And I think a byproduct of that is that you're going to be able to see more of God in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll be able to point out and pull out um, God's beauty and his character in, in so many things, even outside of your own creativity, mm-hmm. but especially as you're telling the story and as you're creating or um, being an artist with that type of perspective or insight is not that you give God something because he, he doesn't need help um, in, in displaying his, gl- his glory, mm-hmm. um, but I just even for, for our own um, 
like you said, depth, like experience with who God is. Mm-hmm. If we continue to show up and get to know him more, mm-hmm. then we get to see more of him, mm-hmm. um, not in, in his own creativity, but in, in others as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think, I think that's, you guys just nailed it today. It's so many good thoughts. So many good thoughts. Well, awesome. Well, hey, uh, thanks for listening. Um, I'm so I'm so stoked to get to, to have these conversations. And as we continue to dive into, you know, creative rhythms and what does it look like to take the gospel and and this calling that we have in our lives to to tell the story um, of who Jesus is and the hope and and love that's found in Him um, with the things that God has given us and and um, and we hope to steward those well. We hope to steward this podcast well. Um, and uh, if you if you check out this podcast, be sure to listen to the uh, the rest of the Pondo podcast. Um, we talk about everything from youth ministry um, to to camp life to. Um, even the, the the radical, awesome conversations with the Targetson <laughs> brothers on the campfire conversations. And uh, yeah, we're just, we're having a ton of fun with this. This is super cool. Excited to see what, what comes in uh, 2021. Be praying for, for Camp Pondo, be praying for camps and ministries across the nation as um, they figure out ways to, yeah, just to, to make the most of where we are in the world right now. So any last thoughts? Awesome. Well, cool. Well, we'll see you all next time. Nothing. Yeah, I got nothing. Nothing today. Awesome. Well, sweet. We'll, we'll check you next time on uh, the Pondo Podcast. Woo. Bye. See ya. <laughs> Can I say ciao?